Every time we come to the college for the fifth Sunday of Lent, I am always struck by a particular phrase that relates to our unruly wills and affections. Our unruly wills and affections. Paul is that Paul now. In his famous seventh chapter of Romans, we hear these words. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will do, that I do not practice. For what I hate, that I do. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not do, that I practice. Paul understood that just by the nature of being human in this fallen world in which we live, our rule, our wills and affections go all over the place. Instead of seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, we all too often seek the things of this world, starting with wealth and power. We find ways of trying to satisfy the lusts of our hearts, and not just in a sexual way, but all kinds of things that will just give us a, a short and temporary uh, feel-good uh, time, whether we can afford it or not, but which are ultimately unsatisfying. We try to avoid the hard thing, whether it is taking an unpopular stand on an issue or whether it is simply striving for a more disciplined life. Indeed, we far too often look to be approved by others rather than being approved by God. We would much rather pass on a piece of juicy gospel than to check it out its truth before doing so, and thus bearing false witness against our neighbor. Oh, the list could go on and on if we allowed ourselves enough time. But I think those examples are sufficient to remind us that our wills and affections just run all over the place. They are not under the rule of God. So undone by, by this with St. Paul that he ends up saying in that same chapter, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then he goes on to say, Thanks be to God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Paul knew that the only one who could bring water to his unruly wills and affections was a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So close that he could say that Christ dwelled in him and he in Christ. 
It is that um, uh, relationship with Jesus that begins to bring order to our lives and puts us willingly under the rule of God. In our epistle lesson today, we hear these words. Yet whatever gains I had, trying to seek righteousness through the law, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on me. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Here is a man who is absolutely consumed by his desire to know our Lord Jesus Christ. It is that kind of passion that we need to have if we are to bring our unholy wills and affections under God's control. We can pray that colic for this morning, grant your people grace to love what you command and desire what you promise. And that's an important first step, just to say that prayer. But we can't just then sit back and say, okay, God, do it. Do it to me, do it in me. Remember what I said about avoiding the hard thing? You know, it's not the easiest thing to put some effort into drawing near to Christ. Because it means not only being here on Sunday, but it means spending some time with God in prayer and in the study of His Word day by day during the course of the week. It means practicing our faith as we move taking the risk to trust Christ when we are faced with that hard thing. Paul goes on to say in our epistle lesson today, I press on to make it my own promise of the resurrection, that is, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Jesus Christ. Paul was the great spokesman for being justified by faith alone and not by works of the law. And yet, what does he say here? I strained forward because he knew 
that faith is an active thing, not a passive thing. It is stepping out in trust to God. It is coming to know the mind of Christ. Let me offer another way of looking at this whole thing. One wise person once said, in the battle between the imagination and the will, the imagination will always win. In the battle between the imagination and the will, the imagination will always win. Because the imagination is the tempter. He puts the attraction before us, and our wills are not up to the task of resisting. It is only the transformation of the heart that is accomplished by that relationship we have with Christ that is able to give us that victory. That's why every healing Sunday in this church, we end with the prayer that says, So draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, then, so direct our wills that we may be wholly yours and utterly dedicated to you. You see, the true healing of the soul comes by changing the imaginations of the heart and not just by gritting our teeth and trying to do it by force of will. And so I'd like to suggest to us today that for the remainder of Lent, if any of us have been trying to strive by force of will to get control of those unruly wills and affections, that we turn away from that fight and focus on getting close to Christ. Focus on coming to know Him as Paul desired to know Him, as he writes to Philippians in our epistle this morning. Let us focus on the love of Christ, which took him to the agony and dreadful death on the cross on our behalf. Because it is only that love of God in Christ that will heal us and truly make us whole bringing our unruly wills and affections under the rule of God and offering 